Thanks for pressing play and welcome to Lockhead on Marketing. On this episode, let's talk about the problem with most marketing plans and what you can do about it. My friends at NetSuite are the leaders in ERP for growing businesses. Check out netsuite.com slash different for the platform that you need to power your growth. That's netsuite.com slash different. And I want to remind you to check out Category Pirates. Category Pirates is now an ongoing series of books on Amazon. Go to amazon.com and look for Category Pirates, and you'll see some of our uh, big hits, thing, uh, books like Become Known for a Niche You Own, The Power of a Point of View, as opposed to Blue Ocean Strategy, No Ocean Strategy, as opposed to Capture Demand, Damn the demand. And if you're a creator, you have to read direct to creator. It lays out the whole new model of why creators don't need legacy platforms or publishers. Now, as Joey Ramone said, hey ho, let's go. This is Lockheada Marketing, the podcast that helps you develop the lens for what makes legendary marketing legendary. Hosted by Christopher Lockhead three-time CMO, godfather of category design, and a high school dropout, who the Marketing Journal calls one of the best minds in marketing, and The Economist calls off-putting to some. All right, so let's talk about the, the problem with most marketing plans. The big problem with most marketing plans is they start with last year's template. The big problem with most marketing plans is they take last year's marketing plan and they extend it forward. Well, in category design, one of our favorite expressions is reject the premise. Whatever the idea is, whatever the thing is, reject it. Because when we reject the premise, even if we end up accepting the premise in the end, we challenge ourselves to push and poke and stretch our thinking. And, um, just because it worked in 2020 is not, or 2021 is not evidence that it will work in 2022. More importantly, however, when you start your planning by rejecting the premise, you create a blank sheet of paper. So that's the first piece. The second is it's very difficult to create a different future when the past is your lens. So if a prior marketing plan is your lens, is the start point for a plan for the future, by definition, you're creating, you're taking the past and figuring out how to re-implement it going forward. Now, listen, I'm not an idiot and I know you're not an idiot too. If there are certain parts of your marketing that are really working, maybe your digital marketing is really on point and it's, it's, it's driving revenue for you in a powerful way, you want to continue doing that. I don't want to be ridiculous here. However, If we don't reject the premise, if we don't at least consider a blank sheet of paper, we run the risk of crowding out innovation in our marketing plan. So I would encourage you, reject the premise, reject last year's template as the template for going forward and have a thoughtful conversation, a thoughtful dialogue centered around data, around what's working, what's not working, how we can turbocharge what's working, and most importantly, how we can produce a breakthrough in a whole new area. 
As a result, let me give you three sort of uh, pillars of every great marketing plan and strategy. And this, this is all based on a recent category, Pirates. There'll be a link to it in the show notes if you want to go deep. So once you reject the premise, you open yourself up to creativity and you open yourself up to thoughtful, data-centric analysis of what has been working, what's not been working. And you start to think about going forward, how do you design a marketing plan that creates the future of your choosing? Think about anchoring it around three big buckets. There's the information wars, there's the air wars, and there's the ground wars. Okay, so the information wars. This is what sets the strategic context. And context is everything. It's the combination of ways in which you educate the world about the category you're designing and learning from your super consumers. You want to always amplify super consumers such that you accelerate your effectiveness. So if you don't have a legendary point of view, if you're not driving word of mouth, and if you are not strategically creating a category that creates a context for why what you do matters, a.k.a the problem that you solve, and therefore the solution, then air wars and ground wars are irrelevant. Remember, the company that frames, claims, and names the problem owns the solution. And so the information wars is ultimately about setting the strategic context. What's the conversation you want to have with the world? What's the problem you want to evangelize? And what's the aha you want them to have such that when they get it, they will immediately get why they need what you're offering. Okay, Air Wars. In many ways, marketing is sales at scale. Air Wars are the high-level strategic marketing you do in service of the new and different category you're creating in the world, all while positioning yourself as the leader. These efforts are more focused on demand creation. So most marketing plans are way over-rotated on demand capture. And the question very few people ask is, what causes somebody to Google something in the first place? As opposed to, how do we capture everybody who's Googling what we do? And so if the information wars are about the strategic context, the air wars are how you scale that uh, strategic context. That is to say the POV that is your category design. And the last piece is the tactical piece. And I don't mean that pejoratively. Tactical execution is critical for success. And tactical marketing supports your strategic efforts that market the category by driving near-term revenue. Ka-ching, 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 ka-ching. Marketing leaders, and for that matter, business leaders, who don't drive revenue are going to get fired. And if you're a CMO, I would tell you, even if you're in a B2B world where there's a head of sales who is, quote unquote, technically responsible for the number, any CMO who doesn't think she's as responsible for driving uh, near-term revenue as the head of sales has completely got her mind up her hoo-hoo. So uh, ground wars are all about the practical, tactical, demand gen Um, revenue gen activities. So in closing, what would I leave you with? Don't use the past as the template for creating the future. Allow yourself to uh, think in unconstrained, super creative, super innovative ways around 
what is the strategic context? What's the POV that you are using to drive your category and your brand and ultimately the success of the company? How are you scaling through air wars so that you begin to make your strategic point of view uh, move from being a new thing to an of course? And the ground wars is all about how you make the cash register sing and drive near-term revenue. And guess what? To succeed, you got to get all three right. All right. I hope that helps. <laughs> we would like to thank our good friends at uh, NetSuite. Visit netsuite.com slash different today. That's netsuite.com slash different for your free product tour of the platform that you need. My friends at Atranet have been building legendary B2B websites in Silicon Valley for over 20 years. Check out atre.net. And if you're thinking about a new website, they have a program called Rapid Relaunch that you want to figure out about. Check out atre.net today. If you're in Australia, my friends at rapidmedia.com have done something legendary. They are using technology to pinpoint exactly what's working in your marketing to drive revenue and what's not and how that ties all the way back through your inventory and supply chain. It's incredible. Check out rapidmedia.com.au. Also, don't forget to go to amazon.com and search for Category Pirates, an ever-increasing amount of books and e-books to uh, tickle the uh, thinking in your brain. (laughs) Uh, My friends at squadcast.fm are the platform that we use for uh, dialogue podcasting over the internet. If you want to do legendary conversations, uh, legendary dialogue podcasts, legendary interviews, check out squadcast.fm today. All right, I need to remind you that this podcast is a sole property of the Lockhead Oddcast Network, and clearly it goes better with libations. And by the way, if you like libations, uh, check out a, our most recent episode of Christopher Lockhead, Follow Your Different, with Professor Ed Slingerland in it. And uh, he wrote an incredible book called Drunk. And it is a scientific professorial look at how we, quote, sipped, danced, and stumbled our way to civilization. It's episode 253. That's episode 253 of Folly or Different for a very different take on drinking. (laughs) All right. We are produced and edited by the GOAT, Jason DeFilippo. Uh, Check out his new newsletter. Go to substack.com and search for The Pivoteer. If you're someone who's looking at making a career change, that's what The Pivoteer is all about. Check out The Pivoteer on substack.com. Sarah Knox and Jamie J do legendary technical execution around here, and they build lockhead.com. Show notes by uh, the handsome and talented GM Simon. Candy Dandy keeps all the trains running on time. Uh, Don't forget, Joey Ramone was right. Uh, Listen to... Listen to... (laughs) (laughs) Leonard Cohen. Uh, And uh, the thought I'll leave you with is stay legendary and plan for a different future.